Hey everyone, this is Hovercraft Joe, and I hope you've been enjoying Last Action Podcast and the other podcasts here at GameZilla Media. We invite you to check us out at patreon.com slash GameZilla Media and support us at either the $1 or $5 tier. If you become a patron at $5 a month, you get tons of additional content, including our monthly special called the post credit scene. Thanks for your support, and hasta la vista, baby. That's right, it's Friday night here at Last Action Podcast. I'm your host, LPJ, and kicking it off next to me, my broadcasting partner, The Sphinx. You know, I'm usually not a fan of, like, doing the fourth wall, but <laughs> damn it, it is Friday night. <laughs> it is. <laughs> and am I'm I, ready for some football. Am I, like, the sideline reporter, then? <laughs> Let's kick it down to the sideline with hey. Joey JoJo, Hovercraft Joe Blows. <laughs> oh, hey, man, I'm on the other side of the table. <laughs> late it's not it's not though it it's is friday not. night it's though. friday night though it absolutely is and tonight we're talking about football no we're talking about the last boy scout the last boy scout and for those of you who don't know that song we played that is the opening of the movie <laughs> and the closing to the yeah. movie oh it <laughs> really is oh wow i didn't realize it was the closing too oh, yeah that's at the end too so um yeah i guess let's just jump into it um last boy scout uh, the release date on this December 12th, 1991. Uh, LPJ, do you want to start with any kind of first memories? or? Well, I knew I've never seen this movie start to finish. Okay. I've only ever seen bits and pieces of it and not very many bits and pieces of it. Okay. Um, it was always one of those movies that I wanted to see. Yeah. I remember sitting in Justin's basement and like... We would talk about watching Last Boy Scout, or like he had seen Last Boy Scout, or we'd see like ads for it on HBO or whatever. Yeah. And then I would never get around to watching it. I was going to say, I feel like I remember seeing part of it in either like just like Justin's basement. Like, like I remember the opening scene very well. Yeah. And then there were some bits and pieces throughout it where I'm like, oh, I remember this part of it. But again, I'm kind of like you to jump in for me. I don't know if I've ever sat down and watched it start to finish. Yeah. Yeah, I have not. That, this is my first time seeing it. <laughs> Did you know it existed? Uh, I didn't know it existed, um, but I had never seen it. I remember the hype about it. Like, I remember it being a big thing. Well, yeah, and I mean, we'll get into it. This movie has an amazing pedigree. Like, sure. it's not like, you know, it, it may not, you may not have heard of it, but I mean, the people behind this are like action They're movie. They're legendary. Yeah. Yeah, and there is a lot of shit to talk about <laughs> with this movie. There really yes. is. A lot of shit. Yeah. Um, so we'll just do run through some of the numbers here. Uh, budget on this movie, $75 million. Yeah. You know, pretty respectable. Especially That's a lot, actually. For 91? Yeah. Huh? Um, domestic gross, $59 million, <clears throat> So, <clears throat> And then a, a worldwide of 114 So, I mean, made money, but not, not a lot. <laughs> no, not at all. 
Um, and then uh, t- top grossing movies of 91. We've done quite a few 91 movies. Well, I know Terminator is 91. Yeah, right? Terminator 2, 2 is number one, which we've covered. Uh, 2 and 3. 2 is Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, which we will cover we uh, at will. some point, and uh, Beauty and the Beast. Now, Also, we're going to cover that. It's weird. Yeah, it's really weird. Uh, I mean, Gaston is it's pretty uh, action action <laughs> Yeah, when he's dancing on top of the... The table at the bar. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, totally. So, last Boy Scout was uh, came in twenty first for the year, and it, it which d- is still pretty high for not really making money. Yeah, it just tells you how huge the budget was. Well, yeah, I feel like it, it, it still made a lot of decent money. It just cost so much, you yeah. know. Uh, and then it actually beat three movies that we've done in ninety one. Uh, twenty seven, The Rocketeer. Yep. Twenty nine, Point Break, mm. and fifty six, Lionheart. Oh. <laughs> JCVD couldn't get it done. Yeah, sorry. That was that was that. You think it's done for me? (laughs) That is an episode you miss, Sphinx. That you were lucky because that's a (laughs) not a good movie. And LPJ claimed it was quote better than Bloodsport. (laughs) I love I love Lionheart. Uh, But we're not here to talk about Lionheart, so I won't derail it anymore. Uh, Last thing I wanted to mention was the Rotten Tomatoes on this is (laughs) is a forty six percent. Mm-hmm. And an audience score of sixty-eight. <clears throat> so yeah, that sounds about right. About about what you think. So for sure. Um, you want to talk about the cast? Yeah, let's. You know what? Yeah, let's just do go right into the cast. There's or do we j- want to do lightning round? We can do lightning round let's now too. Let's do want. lightning round. All right. You gonna give us some some music, or oh, are you gonna just sit there on no, your, <laughs> on your gonna... back, chilling out? There it is. All right. How many movies have we done that Joel Silver has produced? I have oh, no God. idea. We've done Lightning Round. Take a quick guess. Eight. Eight. Five. Seven. Yeah. Ah! Including this one. How much did Shane Black get paid for the screenwrite? One point seven five million dollars. Which movie sixty seven days later replaced it? Basic Instinct. Correct. What was the original title of this movie? Ugh. Die Hard. It was Die Hard. <laughs> Uh, Bill Medley, who is our singer, uh, is the other half of what famous group? Uh, I don't know. Rooks and Dunn? <laughs> <laughs> no. Think Top Gun. Kenny Whoa. Loggins? The Righteous Brothers. Oh. Friday night. <laughs> uh, the conversation about the $650 pants. It's a deleted scene from Lethal Weapon. That is correct. How many times is the word fuck said? Uh, it's like 105. A, it's close. A, it's like 112 or something. 102. Ah. How many times is Joe physically assaulted? Oh, I saw this too. It's a <laughs> lot. It's like 25. A little too high. Oh. Uh, 17. A little high. 12. Okay. Seven in the face, three in the head, a taser, and a stabbing. Oh, jeez. And that's our lightning round. Nice. Yep. Um, okay, so let's go through the cast now, um, and I don't, uh, I made the error of not writing down the character names, so this will be it. fun. Okay, uh, so Bruce Willis. Joe Cornelius Hallenbach. Right, and this is kind of, I would say, at the, the height of, maybe not the height height well, of Bruce this, Willis. what's crazy, this was right after Hudson Hawk. Okay. So this was like him trying to get back into straight up action. Okay. Because this is post Die Hard, though, right? Post yeah, Die, Die Hard, Hard was 88, 87? Yeah, post Die Hard, post Die Hard 2. Post Die Hard 2, okay. okay. And then uh, Damon Wayans. <clears throat> yep, Jimmy, Jimmy Dix. Jimmy Which Dix. I would say that this is at his peak right now in yeah. 91. 
Yeah, with all of his TV shows and movies and everything else. Yeah. I don't think it gets much bigger than 91. For Damon Wayans? I think he gets bigger. No, yeah, you're probably probably 80, 91 is probably as big as he is. Yeah. No, I guess the one that I do remember the character name is uh, Taylor Negron yep, as Milo. Milo. Um, yeah. I, I have Bruce McGill. Bruce McGill, a.k.a. Uh, Jack Dalton from uh, MacGyver. <laughs> I knew you were going to bring that up. <laughs> Uh, I don't remember what his character name was. Oh, Mike this. Matthews. Oh, you know what? I did write it down. It is Mike Matthews. I'm an idiot. Uh, and then uh, Holly, Holly Berry in a small Halle role. Berry? Halle Berry in a small role as Corey. What am I? I'm mispronouncing names all over the place. Which pop quiz there? <laughs> nope, that's not That's not even it. You Let me hit the button. so terrible. Quiz, How old Slate. was Halle Berry? 22. Nope. 19. Nope, she looks like she's 19. <laughs> she was 25, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Which I do have one more pop quiz for you. Know? Jesus. Pop <laughs> quiz, hot shot. Bruce Willis and Damon Wayans had been in another movie together. Do you know what it is? Yeah, look who's talking to. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. Yeah. <laughs> they were, I mean, they weren't in the movie, voices. but they were voices. Uh-huh. That's nice. Uh, which. Pop quiz, hot shot. Chelsea Field plays Sarah Hellenbeck. What other movie that I wish we would do on this podcast is she had? <laughs> I don't, never say never again. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He made of the Masters of the Universe. Oh, <laughs> she boy. plays Tila. Oh shoot. Uh huh. Okay. For a minute there, I thought it was Courtney Cox. For she a looked a lot. Yeah, like she does look kind of yeah. yeah and and I know it was right around that time. Isn't Courtney Cox in Masters of the Universe too? <laughs> As well. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Is she really? Yeah. Do you know who Chelsea Field is married to? No. No. Scott Bakula. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> Quantum Leap himself. Quantum wow. Leap. You know a lot of weird things, LBJ. <laughs> I do, I do a lot of weird he knows stuff. a bunch of useless 80s shit. I'm a, I'm a big Chelsea Field super fan right here. Yeah. Um, anybody else in the cast that you want to make? Yeah, man. Eddie Griffin makes an appearance as a DJ. <laughs> okay. I will bring up one Billy, other person. Billy Blanks as oh, yeah. Billy Cole. Yeah, that's true. Ty, uh, Mr. Tybo himself. The, the most annoying part of this movie, the girl. Oh, uh, yeah. Danielle Harris. Yeah. yeah. And she, um, actually, my wife was looking it up because she she watched the movie with me. Yeah. And she just could not get over how much she hated <laughs> her in the movie. Yep. So she looked up her IMDb. Apparently, she was stalked in like 1995. And like, there was like charges and like jail time for this person, all that. And it like really fucked her up. Like, she went on Dr. Phil and like talked about her experience and everything. Yikes. Know? Yeah, so I, I she had a the shot on us. Was good, man. Yeah. Nice, nice work. No problem. So, <laughs> right. um, anybody else? <laughs> anybody else? You guys want to mention? I don't know. We can mention Kim Coates. He's been in a few of our movies. He's the guy in Warriors who goes, "Warriors come out and play." Warriors yeah. come out and play. I've never seen Warriors, so oh, no, yeah, me neither. He's uh, he's the guy with the toothpick in in Commando that gets killed in the beginning. The sleazy guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> Fantastic. Do you want to... Well, well, let's do net worth. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, that was too quiet. Keep going. I'll just keep, I'll just keep it in the moment. Okay. Uh, let's start with... Uh, I could. I wanted to do <laughs> I wanted to do Taylor Negron, but he is passed away. Yeah, yes. just recently, too. He's actually... No, it was like 10 years ago. Taylor Negron? cancer. It was yeah. a couple years ago, I thought. I just looked it up. It was like 10 years ago. Oh, God, I didn't realize it was 10 years yeah, ago. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, so let's start with Bruce McGill. What do you think for old Jack Dalton himself? Uh, old Jackie Dalton, uh, two million. <laughs> yeah, one. 
Uh, four million. Okay, he's been in a lot of. He's been a bit part in a lot of different movies. Uh, now, what do you think about Halle Berry? Oh, we talked about her for we, something. We, we did it for X Men. Yeah, but Sphinx wasn't here, so I'm gonna, you, you were dying, so it's gotta be hundred mil. Okay, I think she's like one twenty. Ninety mil. Okay. okay, so pretty close. Uh, what do you think for Damon Wayans? Um, Fifteen million. He does a lot of producing still, so I'm gonna go twenty five. Close, 35. Okay. okay. And then uh, the last one I did was Bruce Willis. Uh, he was at like 250, I think. I think he was doing all right. I don't think he's that high. I'll say 150. 250. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that's all I did. So, all right. Well, good. Uh, and then we, I mean, uh, we talked about the pet- pedigree behind this movie a little bit. Yeah, man. But yeah. D- director Tony Scott. Yeah, I would say. We, we should talk about the trio of the director, the producer, and the writer of right. this movie. So we got, like you said, Tony Scott's the director. Joel Silver, as was mentioned in the Lightning Round, is our producer. Yep. And then it's written by Shane Black. Right. Which, I mean, these three we have talked about constantly the throughout three of our them, Yeah, the three of them are responsible for a lot of Yeah, your Lethal Weapons, action. your Die Hard, your Commandos. Beverly Hills Cop. Matrix. Yep. True you know, Romance. Enemy of the State. Yeah, it just keeps going and going and going. And so kind of from the so this movie has a very troubled production. Yeah, it seemed like and I'm sure you'll get into some specific specifics, but it seemed like no one liked making this movie and everybody hated each other. Yes. <laughs> yes. And That's really what it seemed I like. I can't remember what his name was, but the assistant director said it was just too many alpha dogs in yeah. the kitchen. Yeah. That everyone wanted something to say, wanted the movie to be done a certain way, and it just led to just continuous conflict. And then when you throw Bruce Willis in there as well, like he also wanted to do things his way. Well, that it, got sounded him in like, it sounded like Joel Silver was kind of the cause of all of it. Yeah, Joel Silver was a major douchebag, according to Tony Scott and Bruce Willis <laughs> yeah, in and this production. And as far as I can tell, like Shane Black was just like, all right, I wrote this, you paid me a shit ton of money, I guess I'll just keep rewriting it because you told me to. That's exactly right. So so Shane Black, he wrote this movie uh, a little bit while back, and he said that the character that Bruce Willis plays, Joe, was kind of like where he was in his life. Like, Because that's one thing I noticed in the film is that Bruce Willis is very, like, very melancholy. I don't know if that's the right word. Oh, yeah. He's like a complete sad sack down yeah. on his luck. Like, Which he's... apparently is what Shane Black was like at that time because he had just not a divorce, but he had a really close relationship that just broke. He stopped writing completely for two well, years and then he got into this. And that's the thing with this movie. This movie hates women. Yeah. Like, real bad. Every single bad thing that happens in this is due to a woman. Every bad thing that happens to a guy is due to a woman. And the original screenplay was a lot worse. Did you hear some of the things he was going to do? Yeah. I kind of want to read it now. Because I heard that that was way better. So one thing that I had is that he had the Milo. There was a side plot that Milo was kidnapping girls to do films and showing them being murdered. Yeah. Yeah, Like forcing them into snuff films. films. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, and then there was a lot more scenes with the wife originally, and it was like her like just getting the shit beat out of her and all these other like really violent acts on her as well. And Bruce Willis actually stepped in and made Shane Black redo a lot of the script because originally 
it was kind of like he had to save his wife. And he's like, I already did that in Die Hard. I'm not going to do that again. Yeah. So we made Shane kind of make the wife be a very small, minor part right. of this story. And that's kind of what we get now with the original, well, with the new script here. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of what else I had here. Milo, there was a scene where he was killing an entire family yep. in front of people. There's a scene where, where the wife was about to get killed by a chainsaw. Yep. There was a, a chase uh, with a boat and a helicopter that were going to crash into each other in the fog and the family. Uh, Joe's family was going to be in the boat with him. Like a lot of intense shit going on here. Um, Bernard, or Baynard, right, the senator, right. his son, um, the original story about why Bruce Willis's character Joe got fired from his job was that the senator's son accidentally killed uh, a wife and child from a drunk driving charge, and they wanted Joe, Bruce Willis's character, to take the blame for it, and he refused. So then they got him fired by having crack cocaine hidden in his house. And they're like, yeah, that's a little intense. We're not going to use that plot either. <laughs> yeah, geez. Yeah. So, well, so that, that kind of makes more sense. It does make a little bit more sense. I mean, Shane Black was in a dark place when yeah, he's writing I guess this, so. this Yeah, this movie was super dark. Yeah. And then you've got so, like I said, the too many alphas, but this is kind of funny. I read this. So, True Romance, which I believe was done by Tony Scott as well. Yeah. yeah. The main boss from True Romance is Lee Donowitz. Is that right? He based that villain entirely on Joel Silver. I saw that. Yeah. Because so, he's a movie producer and a heavy cocaine user. <laughs> so, he made him look and act and, and be exactly like Joel Silver was. <laughs> Which is intense. Well, which is and intense. and uh, in Traffic Thunder, yeah, uh, Wes or what's his name? Um, uh, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise's character, yeah, is yeah. Jules Joel Silver. Silver. Yeah, yeah, just crazy. <clears throat> and then Bruce Willis and Damon Williams. Hate yeah, they each hated other. each other. Yeah, so it's just crazy. Like all the rewrites, how much people didn't like wanting to be in the movie. They had to get a expert movie editor to to step in. They had a few of them. Yeah, quite yeah, a few. Yeah, I, of I them. heard that they like they brought in what is it was named Stuart Bard. Stuart Baird, yeah. Yeah, Baird and he like had to heavily re edit like the whole film. Yeah, like yeah. not even just like a few changes, like heavily changed the whole thing. Mark Goldblatt Blalt is another Goldblatt. Fam- Goldblatt is another famous editor. He refuses to talk about this movie. <laughs> he had such a horrible experience. Michael Kamen yeah, did Michael the music. Kamen, Michael Kamen hated it. Yeah. Michael, he hated it too, yeah. Yeah, my, Michael Kamen is a guy we've talked about a lot before. He's done quite a few in the movies. Including Die Hard, I believe. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did a ton of stuff. He did Die Hard. He did X-Men, he did Last Action Hero, Lethal Weapon, all that. I mean, he's done so many things. Mr. Holland's Opus. And then the final kind of weird production story I have, uh, did you hear about what happened at the Coliseum? No. I it's something about like uh, extras and there was almost like a oh, riot yes. or something. A, yeah, a riot broke out. So when they were filming the scene, the ending scene in the Coliseum, they thought they needed to shoot for a second day. So they told a whole bunch of extras to come back. Well, they all showed up and they're like, you know what? We don't need to do this. Never mind. We're canceling the shoot and they're not paying any of them. And the people that were there, there were hundreds of them. They were so pissed that they literally started like storming the production areas in the the Coliseum, and they had to bring the riot police from L.A. to disperse the crowd. <laughs> Which, 1991, Rodney King, all that's happened. L.A. is already a little bit of an iffy spot right now. 
So bringing the riot police in to break up the movie. <laughs> I can't believe the movie ends up getting made based yeah. on all these stories. Yeah, that's the weird thing is <clears throat> the movie does get made and it is essentially just kind of a flop. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, I don't I don't this movie's such an enigma to me. Yeah, it is it is weird that it was such like like you said cuz we went through I mean regardless of kind of like the tumultuous behind the scenes the people making this are known for making action movies and yeah. have made tons of hits. And I would say I mean we'll get into this more but I mean I don't think this movie is a complete failure. Yeah. I mean to watch I mean, I, it, I'm gonna save some of my stuff. It was, I will say, this was, this was not a great movie in my opinion. I have a lot of issues with it. <laughs> I will be gentle with it though. But, but uh, yeah, it was it, a rough watch. It's surprising that it, it, it comes out like it does with all the kind of people. It should have been a recipe for it. a great movie. I mean, it really should have. Yeah, but you know, kind of like it was said. I think there's just too many people putting their hand in it and it just became yeah, totally. a jumbled mess <clears throat> i agree um so i guess we kind of touched on on and uh, we started kind of touching on the plot a bit yeah yeah a little bit i mean <laughs> i guess <laughs> so essentially yeah i mean it's it's this guy joe bruce willis's character that is a detective that is... Well, he's Let's a, talk about the opening scene. Okay, yeah. Uh, well, it, op- there's a, yeah. it opens <laughs> up at, you know, the, the theme we played at the beginning of the episode. It's a Friday night football game, uh, big matchup, and the, the star running back for the uh, L.A. Stallions, is yeah. it? Yeah. Is uh, Billy Cole. Now, they go into halftime, and he gets a call. It's a call from Milo, right? I believe so, yeah. Telling him, like... He needs to win the game or something because he's down. He owes him money or whatever, and if he doesn't, he's going to be in trouble if they don't win the game. So then you get the one thing I remember from the movie clearly is that he needs to score this touchdown. So he's running, and he pulls a handgun <laughs> pistol out of his waistband and just starts shooting people as he's running down the field. Like shoots yeah. a guy right in the head, shoots another guy, makes it into the end zone, I believe. Then kneels down and shoots himself in the head. Ain't laugh a bitch. Yes. Pop quiz, hot shot. Ain't life a bitch is what he says. What was the original line? I'm going to Disneyland. I'm going to Disneyland. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Never mind. Fuck you guys. What, which I mean, okay. So a couple things about this opening scene. Number one, like, why is it so dark? Yeah, it's so rainy. It's so rainy. There's no lights in the stadium. Yeah, it's like no football game ever has been that poorly lit. No. It's like two lights on the field. And and I don't think at halftime uh, a star player is going to take just a random phone call. Well, and not only that, (laughs) if you're betting on a game and you want somebody to throw it, you don't have them try and win the game. (laughs) It's a lot easier to have them lose the game. Also, answer me this. Now, I realize that, and we'll get to it, but the whole uh, bad guy plot revolves around sports betting. Yeah. What does this scene have to do with the rest of the movie? Nothing. Nothing. Like, like right? Billy Cole <laughs> takes all these pills, so I'm thinking, like, there's going to be, like, drugs discussed he takes, well, later. Well, it's a bunch of PCP. He takes a bunch of... Yeah, and I thought that maybe that was going to be, like, further discussed, and it's not at all. Like, it, it's the PCP that made him shoot these players' brains out in the middle of a game and then shoot himself? Well, that, apparently, yeah. Yeah, and it's like it doesn't don't tie think in. Drugs do that. I mean, and that's why I was like, was it Milo that called him? Because even if it was, it doesn't seem to tie in at all. I mean, I think they were just like, hey, wouldn't we have this great if we had this great scene of this guy's in a football game and he pulls a gun out and starts shooting people while he's running down the field <laughs> and let's put it in. 
Like, because it really doesn't ever come back. It doesn't have anything to do with no, their investigation. No. no, it doesn't. And it's just so fucking ridiculous. Like, he literally, he makes this deep down the field catch. It somehow has a pistol in his pants and then just start shooting the other players. Well, yeah. And it's like, if he <laughs> needs to win the game. Did he think that touchdown was going to count? <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, it doesn't make any sense why he did anything that he did. Like, if he scored the touchdown, that would have been way better than anything he ended up doing. Yeah, it's it's very strange. And like I said, I think they just thought it would be a interesting scene to put in at the beginning. And it doesn't necessarily have any ramifications on the rest no, of the movie. No, it really has zero ramifications on it. <laughs> I, I mean, other than the fact that like it gets Damon Wayans kind of sad, so he goes to the bar. Yeah, but so I don't even. But even that, there's not much of a connection. No, because he would have gone anyway. It seems like. Yeah, yeah, I don't even think. Yeah, I think that's tenuous. I don't even think that really. Yeah. Yeah, and so we flash forward, and we got Joe Bruce Willis's character sleeping in his car. Yeah, like the first like fifteen twenty minutes of Bruce Willis's introduction is just like, oh man, this guy's a loser. He's sleeping yeah. in his car. He has like a outside his detective. Yeah, office. he has a he's a private investigator. <laughs> Kids but are throwing dead squirrels at yeah. him, which is funny. But he doesn't have a lot of business, so he gets a call from his buddy uh, Bruce McGill. Yep, yeah, Mike. Who's, Mike, who's like, hey, I got a case for you. This, you know, it's five hundred bucks. This girl thinks someone's stalking her. I'll throw it your way. I don't have time to do it. Great. He goes to his house. Him and his wife have a great relationship. Super <laughs> yeah. solid. They're definitely not yelling at each other from moment one. No, he notices the toilet seats up, so yeah. he knows. So he gets the hint that someone and is the showers here. and the showers warm, but her hair isn't wet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's and like, I'm a detective. You only can figure this shit out. And then he finds out that oh, Bruce, <laughs> Bruce McGill's there, and he's sleeping with his wife. They're having an affair. Yes. Um, I do like that part where he asks him if he wants it in the head or the gut. Yeah. And then I think he picks the gut, right? Yeah. Because yeah. he just goes and punches him really hard in the gut. Uh, Bruce McGill gets in this car, and it blows up. It sure does. <laughs> and uh, Bruce Willis goes flying as well. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, then we get into the strip joint. Right, which right. is where Halle, Ber- Halle Berry works. Sorry, I'm going to say that wrong every yeah. time. And she's the client that Bruce McGill, that Mike, wanted uh, wanted Joe to the case he wanted to Yeah, her name's Corey. Right, yeah. and that's also where we're introduced to Damon Wayans because he's Corey's who's boyfriend. Jimmy Dix. Jimmy Dix, who, who which was... we find out he's a former quarterback for the L.A. Stallions. Yeah, yep. who, who was banned because of, like, gambling and, yeah. like, drug allegations. Correct. Yep. yep. And so then we get a little bit of a kind of backstory as well, a little bit more on Joe, because he is he's at the strip joint, but then he takes a smoke break outside, and there's a, a banner, a sign to elect uh, Baynard. Yeah. Right. And so Baynard, we we kind of get little pieces of the story, but I think we can just share the story now. Well, yeah. yeah. So essentially, Baynard is this creep that there's a scene where he has well, this woman tied up. Well, in I was hotel we'll back up a little bit. He's working security. Well, for I would him. say I would say that prior to that, I'm sorry. I would say Bruce Willis was a Secret Service agent. Yeah who saved the president's life while he was a Secret Service agent, yes. then I think he was assigned to protection duty to the senator. Yeah. Right, that's and correct. While he was while he was covering Baynard, sorry. Yeah, so he, he sees Baynard like, beating the shit, torturing, raping this woman, and he punches Baynard, I believe, if I remember right, right in the face. Yep. And Knocked s- out four of his teeth. That's right. And so that's why he's fired, that's why he's down on his luck, that's why he doesn't have a whole lot of work or anything going for him apparently right so as he's looking at the sign uh he gets knocked over the head yeah and 
uh, he's about to. This is a weird scene. Oh yeah, it's super weird. <laughs> where he starts like the guy is going to kill him, but he starts telling all these like uh, "you're so fat" jokes or oh, "your wife is so, so fat. fat" jokes. Yeah. And the guy is really loving him. He is cracking up. And then he just finds a broken beer bottle and stabs him, like, right in the heart, I think it was, or in the face. Who knows? Yeah, yeah he def- it's such, like, the comedy is placed in such a weird way in this film. Yeah. Like, he, he's, like, Bruce Willis is half comedian, half action star in this, but not, like, he's, like, a shitty stand-up. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't seem to be enjoying, like, obviously knowing the backstory, like, he does not seem to be enjoying this movie at no. all. No. Like Bruce Willis just seems constantly pissed and forced to have to do stuff, and it it really shows in the film. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, so while he escapes, yeah. And while this is happening, like Halle Berry and Damian Wayans are leaving the club, and they're driving in separate cars, and she kind of like a person runs into the back of her car, and she like pulls to the side to like check on the damage, and they show up. They have machine guns. They unload on her. They must yeah, shoot her do. like thirty oh, times. Easily. I thought they were gonna just kidnap her, and then when they fucking blew her away, I'm like, oh okay, there we go. Yeah, they were just like. <laughs> <laughs> like she got shot so many times. They they have a little bit of a shootout. Him and Damon Wayans with the bad Wait, did guys. Did you see that originally? This movie was NC seventeen. I didn't. Yeah. See they that, had no. to tone it back. Um. So they get the cops show up. They get out and they kind of. I think they kind of agree that they're going to work the case a little bit together. Which I feel like it never connects. Like we've seen a lot of buddy cop movies, you know, throughout this show. And and technically Jimmy Dix is not a cop. But I just feel like, again, with the background of it, these two never connect to me in this film. It's always a weird tension, but not a good tension. Like, it just is, it's awkward. Do you guys feel the same way? Like, it wasn't, like, it's fine to be, like, different from each other and not to have to like each other in the movie like they're doing. But there's just a strange awkwardness. Um, I, I would maybe I would agree that maybe they don't gel as well as some like buddy copper yeah. like I mean I don't maybe maybe not to the degree that that you think but I I, w- I wouldn't say that it's like a perfect pairing of these two. No, it's definitely not. And and I think a lot of that actually has to do with the fact that one is a trained private investigator and the other is just a football player. But then that even begs the question like why is he letting him stick around with them so much? I mean, I know he needs him a little bit to get into Corey's apartment, which is the next step, and yeah, right. things of that issue. But I don't know. I, it's just it's it's weird. That's all I'm trying to say. I guess. No, I, I, it's no, you're not wrong. A and weird I, use. Of yeah, him. no, and I don't, I don't think their their relationship 100 percent works. So I'll agree with you yeah. on that. Yeah. Um, so they go to they go to Corey's place. Uh, it's trash. Someone's been through it looking for something. Uh, Damon Wayans finds. Hidden somewhere in the apartment that the bad guys miss, it's a tape and some pictures. And some drugs. And some drugs. Uh, <laughs> and, and what they kind of figure out is that Halle Berry was trying to blackmail the uh, owner of the stallions. Yep. Yes. Uh, Shelly, I can't remember what his last name is. Marcone. Marcone, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Um, and, and with that, Bernard. <laughs> with, right? Because yeah, Bernard, yeah. yeah Maynard, sorry, Bernard. Be, because and we can, you know, it's easier to say this now. The ultimate plot is that they want to legalize gambling. Yep. Uh, because that's where they think they're going to make a lot of money. Uh, but they need to get it past this like Senate commission. So they need to get Baynard's vote. Because he's the head of the committee. Head of the committee. Right. And so they're trying to get him. They, they want to pay him off, but he wants like $6 million or something. Yeah. So she's trying. she was trying to blackmail them in order to get Damon Wayans back in the league. Yes. And they find out, and that's why she gets killed. Yep. 
And so they're they're trying to listen to the tape. I found this scene yeah. humorous just because it reminds me of back in the day. Our younger listeners don't know what it's like. But yeah, they got the tape in the machine, <laughs> listening to it in the car. And, and it gets eaten. He tries to fast forward it. It gets eaten. Yeah. Man, uh, eaten tapes. Uh, that they, was always the worst. They also find... It never happened to me. <laughs> really? <laughs> I had it happen to my VCR tapes yeah. and to my music tapes yeah, no. all the time. I know your pain, Sphinx. That so, happened to me. Yeah. so sad. I had these Christmas specials when I was a kid. My VCR ate the tape. It still haunts me. <laughs> I wish I had those Christmas tapes. They um, <laughs> they they find out that uh that Corey had another car, and actually yeah. there was C four planted in that one, like it was planted in uh, Bruce McGill's car. Which again, I think we talked about this with Rush Hour. C four does not operate the way that it does yeah, in this movie. Like you can't shoot it. <laughs> no. it. It won't explode if you shoot it. But every time, that's what happens. Yeah, because that's what happens. The bad guys show up. And I, I can't remember how he tricks him into shooting into the his trunk where he put the C4 and it explodes and yep. they roll down a hill and, and stuff like that. <laughs> that that's, that's really pretty. And they roll down a hill because it doesn't make any sense because the car somehow explodes over their heads while they're rolling down the hill. Yeah. Which, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> this and they, they go back to Bruce Willis's house and they're kind of bonding. He has a terrible relationship with his daughter. Oh, my God. So awkward. Which pop quiz do we know what movie was being played? Lethal Weapon. Yeah, Lethal, yeah, Lethal Weapon. Weapon. Which obviously Shane Black and all yeah. right, been right. a part of, and, and like he's he's like he, he gets some ice cream for his daughter, but she's being so he throws she's it outside. The, she is the worst. She is the worst. It's, it's like, this early '90s young kid in action movies. Fucking Last Action Hero, T two. It's all these stupid young kids like ruining these movies. <laughs> yeah, it was real bad. Um, and this is probably the worst of it, them all. This is this is where I have a note too. It's like I was like, okay, Bruce Willis's car got bl- blown up. So like David Wayans drove him home, but like why did he come in the house? Like right? that's why I noticed like why is he there? And that is And why is he letting him was he going to the bathroom or was he going to no, shower? No, he asked to take a shower. Yeah. At a certain point he's like, "Hey, can I take a shower?" He's like, "Yeah, that's fine." Cuz he tells like Wouldn't I be like, "No, you're not going to shower in my fucking house?" In fact, why are you at my house? You're rich. You're Jimmy Dix. Go leave because this is another kind of dark part of the movie where we get some more of Damon Wayne's character's background where he had like uh, he was married for a time and he had a pregnant wife and he was off playing a game and his wife yeah, it was real dark his wife got like killed like a car jumped the curb and hit her and the baby survived the for pre- like yeah. 17 minutes or yeah. something and then died and it's like it's a, it's a real like yeah, can, it was super dark you can tell even with all the stuff they cut out there's still some really dark stuff in this movie but Bruce Willis catches him doing drugs, and he's really mad about it. So I think they get in a fight. He punches him in the face and kicks him out of the house. Yeah, and this is where we find out, you know, that the the daughter goes out and asks for an autograph. Oh, this for is where Jimmy we. Dicks. This is where we get the uh, yeah, the, the title movie. of the movie because he signs the card to the daughter of the last Boy Scout. Yeah, and so yeah. it's found out that Jimmy Dix was actually Joe's favorite player when he yeah. played. So I don't know if that was supposed to make us feel like that's why Bruce Willis is letting him tag along, but I, I didn't feel that way. I, that makes that makes more sense. It makes a little bit yeah, more I sense. Think that, yeah, I think but. that would be it. Um, and, and I don't remember exactly what leads to this, but like the bad guys catch up with Damon Wayans, and then they throw him over the side of the freeway, <laughs> yeah. and he lands on a car, and he's fine. Yeah, totally he's fine. fine. Yeah. But why? I just don't understand why they would throw him over the side of the freeway. Uh, why didn't they just shoot him? Yeah. They clearly had or no, run them over. They had no issues blowing Halle Berry away in the middle of the street. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, yeah, and I think maybe they wanted to question him because they, I think they knew that they must have taken that evidence out of the house because they didn't find it. 
and then Damon Williams keeps trying to be funny, but he's not. Like I wrote here, like he keeps saying, like, danger is my middle name. It's yeah. like, why are you saying these action movie cliches? Like they're so flat <laughs> in their delivery. It's like, is he really trying to be funny or sarcastic or dumb? I don't, I don't know. I'm not really sure. It, do, it doesn't really work. Um, no. The police think that Bruce Willis killed Bruce McGill because they figure out that he was sleeping with his wife. Yeah, he lied that the car, that, that Bruce Bruce's car, oh, his name's not Bruce, his name's Mitch Mike, or whatever, Mike. Mike, that his car was actually there the night before. But Joe Bruce Willis doesn't actually say that. He says that he showed up that morning. Right. So that's why they think because he's covering he want, something up. Because, yeah, he doesn't because want anyone to know. know that, yeah. Exactly. So the, the so the cops are looking for him. And, and meanwhile, Milo shows up. He tases Bruce Willis and kind of puts him in the car. And the cop shows up who's going to question Bruce Willis. And they shoot him with Bruce Willis's gun. Which right. is sad because I liked that cop. He was, yeah. the fav- he was my favorite guy in the whole movie. But also, so now it's like, oh, now he's wanted. But it's like, that doesn't really factor into anything else in the movie at all. No, no. Like he Cuz in the, the end the conflict <clears throat> never gets resolved really, does it? No, cuz I mean you're they make it you think it's going to be a big thing like the cops are looking for Bruce Willis, but it doesn't really come back into play. They no. shoot the cops with his gun cuz they're like, "Oh, now they'll think you shot this cop," but it it doesn't really come back to play. No. And that's where they take Bruce Willis to uh, Marcone's mansion, yeah. and that's when they reveal the plot that we already talked about, how they're trying to get the sports betting pushed through. And, and let me bring up this, too. So he's all, so Joe's all tied up. He's asking for a cigarette, and there's the one guy. And, he, he, you know, it happens later on in the movie, too. He's like, you, you touch me again, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. And so so does Bruce, so Bruce Willis gets a chance. He, he punches him yeah. and, and kills him. Yeah, he hits him there's in the a nose. Thing you can, there's, there is a thing you okay, can do. Okay, is there a thing you can do yeah, yeah, yeah. that you, you, can, you punch if a guy you, and If you palm a guy in the nose real hard, it'll break their nose and shove the bone up into their brain. It's a thing. It's an actually, it's a thing. Okay. Yeah. I, I just want, because I'm like, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I'm like, I, does he got fucking superhero powers no, now? No, it's, it's something that's possible. No, it's a thing. So it's not like, I mean, it's, it's not 100% <clears throat> crazy. All right. right. All right. I'll give uh, it that. I want to know, bring it up. You know what bugged me more in this scene? And it's something I hate in any movie or TV show. It's when someone gets out of a pool and immediately puts on a robe without, like, drying off or anything. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that. Because <laughs> the, the Marcone gets out of the pool and he's sopping wet and he just puts on a robe and sits down. It's not the same as using a towel. Which, can I say something about Marcone right now? So that guy was in Walker, Texas Ranger. <laughs> Great. For the longest time, I thought that was also Wilford Brimley. Oh, boy. You, and <laughs> Any excuse to bring up Wilford Brimley. I confuse the two a lot. Do you think he's got di- Moving on. Do you think he's got diabetes? Uh, no. Uh, I'm sure he's dead. Uh, so he dead? gets out of the pool. Look it up. Is he dead? Um, Look it up. Is he dead? What What we find, and it, like we said, I'm looking it up. what we find out is that Baynard wants $6 million. They don't want to give it to him, so they're going to they're gonna blow him up, they're going to kill him, and they're going to frame Bruce Willis for it. Because Bruce Willis has bad blood to right. Baynard because of their past history. Yeah. So they're like, this is perfect. We're gonna We've already up. framed him for the murder of this cop. cop. Let's yeah. murder him. Yeah. So uh, Damien Wayans is still on the case. He's following the senator. That's when he finds out that Bruce Willis's daughter is like hanging out with him. She's in the car. Which is weird. Like, why does she show up? Why does she fucking show up? <laughs> I do. And he is dead. <laughs> Who? Been dead for a while. Who's Noble that? Willingham, Marcone. Oh, okay. Thank uh, you for that. Wilford Brimley lookalike. <laughs> So, uh, so Bruce Willis's daughter is there, and she's going to be factor into the end of this, which again is bad. And then she brings a gun. 
Yeah, she right, does she bring a gun. gun. Yeah, which is weird. What the fuck? So they they meet with Baynard's guys, and they they're like, okay, we're gonna give you the cash, <laughs> but they switch it out and they give him a briefcase full of C4. And then they have to make sure they have like a photograph of it to prove that he's guilty. Like, what the fuck? Oh yeah, they, like, I think they make Bruce Willis. They make it. They make take Bruce a picture Willis of Bruce Willis handing, handing him the case. Yeah, like how is, is that good enough evidence? Well, yeah, not only that, <laughs> if they're blowing him up, the case is gonna get blown up. <laughs> It makes no sense. <laughs> so they ca- the bad guys catch. They leave to take the uh, case to the senator who's at the football game at the Coliseum. Uh, Damon Wayans gets caught. Bruce Willis's daughter shows up and <laughs> she's she just got walks the, up. She's got a puppet that they introduce earlier when she's talking with the oh puppet. My God. So then she has the puppet there. She has she gives the pun to Bru- puppet to Bruce Willis. She has the gun hidden in the puppet, and then Bruce Willis shoots a couple people with the gun through the puppet. Yeah, after doing this ridiculous. More shitty joke routine yes, again, with the puppet. Again, stupid ass jokes from Bruce Willis. Yeah, it's not great. Uh, there's a there's a prolonged car chase, uh, <laughs> which I wrote down. Poor poor innocent car bystander during the chase. This one car gets rammed off the side of the road and it like explodes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so then it's kind of insane. They both end up driving off a cliff. Uh, Milo's car, the bad guy car, ends up in a pool, like upside down, and it like catches on fire and explodes a little bit. Bruce it explodes a little bit. It explodes a whole lot. That pool is like must be soaked in gasoline. The whole pool's on fire. So like, and Damian Wayne's is like, oh, you think there's any chance they're still alive in there? Bruce Willis shoots into the car like a bunch of times with the gun, yeah. and it's like, okay, fine, right? But here's the crazy thing: is that Milo ends up still being alive yeah, with not even a scratch on him. But I do like that part where they want to take the car from the guy who owns the house and so Bruce Willis puts the gun to his daughter's head and he's like, hey, give me the car or I shoot the kid. I did think that was kind of that funny. That was kind of funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's when my note and my next note says, wait, Milo's still alive? Yeah. Like, I don't know how he lived through the car crash, the explosion, and the gunshots, but... And then he ends up shooting the guy who was on the phone with the police because Bruce Willis told him, call the cops, let them know what's going on. So yeah. Milo shoots him, kidnaps the daughter... Yeah, he call yeah, and he calls Bruce Willis and he's like, Hey, back off or I'm gonna kill your daughter. They introduced those uh I can't remember where do they get those bullets, the ones they call the shredders or what are what they're, are those? they're in the uh they're in the limo. Oh, they were in the limo. Okay. They're in the limo. <laughs> so they get these like special bullets that are called shredders that'll yeah. like, I don't know, break through like body armor or something. And they kill turtles. Um. <laughs> yeah. Uh. They they go to. <laughs> I'm sorry. They go to Marcone's office at the stadium, which is they're not offices like that are not in stadiums. Just so you know, I mean, this is like it's got a fireplace and it's like this big <laughs> cathedral ceilings, and it's like that's not in that stadium. I mean, it might be attached to the stadium. <laughs> we we got back up real quick though. Okay. Because they're so then they're they're chasing the limo. Do you remember this scene? Which it makes no sense to me. Oh yeah. So they're chasing the limo. Oh, the bomb part. <clears throat> yeah, and and Damon Williams is trying to like draw a picture of a bomb, and he's trying to show yeah. it to the driver. And I mean, it's kind of comical because it looks nothing like a bomb, and Bruce Willis is giving him shit. But why is he showing it to the limo, and then why is the limo then shooting back at him? I don't understand why. <laughs> yeah, that, I don't get it. Like, why is that happening? Like, did the limo driver? I have no idea. I don't like, understand. What, what was the point to I, that? It does not make any money. Does, I, it, does that make any sense? Yeah I, don't, yeah, I don't have an answer. <laughs> and, and, then, and then the car flips again. Another car flips again. I can't remember which one it is. Because this is then when Milo has a really gross comment about the daughter. Did you remember catching that? I don't He's know. like, I'm going to show how hot a date I am. 
Ooh. He says that to the to Bruce Willis to talk about his daughter because he's been kidnapped. That. It's like, oh my god, like she's thirteen with braces. You're <laughs> disgusting. It's just it's so the none movie's of that weird. Scene, it, yeah, yeah, just none of it makes sense. It's like so, what? So in in Marcone's office, he has Bruce Willis's daughter. He shoots Damon Wayans in the hand. Uh, oh. Damon Wayans throws that shredder bullet thing into the fire, and it like explodes. Um, they all kind of split up, but like Milo is still going to try and assassinate, uh, Baynard. Right. Yes. And so that's when we see the USC marching band playing. Yeah. Their colors don't even match the LA Stallions colors. No. Hold on. Let me back up a second here. What was the point of murdering the Senator whose vote you need? I, I don't know. Well, I, I think it was because they didn't want to pay him off. So they thought if they killed him, they already, they had enough, they needed his but if he was dead, then they didn't need his vote, so but, they could get it through. But then the way they talked about the bomb, it was going to blow up like half the stadium. Why did all these innocent people have to die, too? Why couldn't you just sh- have shot? I don't know. They're bad guys. They don't care. I don't know. Right? I mean, the- like, instead of the bomb to begin with, why couldn't Milo, like he tried to do, as we're going to find out, why didn't he just climb onto the lights and just shoot him? Uh, I mean, like, why the bomb? Listen, I got a lot of problems with this movie, <laughs> but I, I, I will go to bat for this a little bit. I think it's because they want it was easier for them to frame Bruce Willis. That's yeah. why they were taking the pictures and stuff like that. So they thought, but Bruce, they just shoot Bruce Willis and then shoot Bruce Willis. The Bruce Willis is a good patsy because he had history with the senator. Listen, I understand what you're saying, but I just think the logic of the movie is that they thought it'd be easier to pin it on Bruce Willis, and then there wouldn't be any suspicion. All right, fair enough. What what little logic of this movie there is. So Damian Wayans rides onto the football field on a horse. (laughs) Yes, he does. He throws a football and hits Baynard in the face, so he kind of ducks out of the way of Milo, who's trying to shoot him. So Milo misses. Oh, you see, the way I interpreted it is that the football somehow oh, maybe it perfectly did. timed the ball. Is bullet. that what happens? Yes. He throws the football. <laughs> okay. The football, the football hits the guy, though, right? It but does it, hit it does. him in the nose as well. But, but it, it also intercepts the bullet from Milo's gun. It intercepts the bullet, which may be one of the most bizarre moments I've ever seen in a movie doing this podcast. It's- We've seen some crazy fucking shit on this show, but... I was we were we have been led to believe that Damon Williams threw a football <laughs> that stopped a bullet from 300 yards away something like that. Well, I mean he was a really and, he was a really good quarterback. With, with, bullet, a, with, a, with a bullet in the hand. Yeah, and so does the bullet then deflect from the leather football cuz wouldn't it just go through the leather football and still kill the senator? Probably. Yeah, I mean uh, a fo- <laughs> I, I I don't believe that a football would stop a bullet. No, I, I no. don't think that's how it works. Um, hey, what the fuck? I got nothing for you on that. Because I guess I didn't even realize. I thought he hit him and he ducked out of the way of the bullet. No, I did that not made realize. More sense, but that is not at all what, what I, I did not happened. realize that the football yeah, stopped the bullet. I'm pretty sure the football blocked the shot. <laughs> oh boy. Um, so we're we're pretty much in the home stretch here. Milo and Bruce Willis fight. Uh, a police copter shows up, and and Milo ends up falling off the scaffolding and gets chopped up in the helicopter's blade. <laughs> yeah, he sure does. Which is like overkill, but it was kind of sweet. It I kind of like that. With which then Bruce Willis decides to do a jig. Well, yeah, because in he's, front of everybody, he does. He said earlier. He says earlier, if Who I survive, cares. He's like, if I survive this case, I'm gonna dance a jig. So, so then, so stupid. then he dances a jig. Everybody cheers. 
Uh, Baynard still pissed at him, even though he saved his life, so Bruce Willis punches him out again. Um, in all the confusion, Marcone had taken off. He thought he found the money in their car, so he goes home. And they're like, everyone's like, "This is so stupid." Everyone's like, "Hey, where's Marcone?" And then like they show Marcone <laughs> in his house, and he opens up the case, but it's the C4 one, so it explodes. And his house is close enough to the stadium that everybody sees the explosion, and they're all like, "Ha ha ha!" That guy blew up. It like, reminds me of like the end of like a like a sitcom, like the credits. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, exactly. What it, it was very sitcom. Yeah, and and meanwhile, also Bruce. Willis's wife like apologizes, and I think they're cool. They're gonna be fine. Yeah, I, which, uh, like, which why does he forgive her? I, they all they all laugh about right, like what 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 does she deserve to forgiveness for? I don't know. They all, I, I don't know either. I don't know. They all had a good laugh because Marcone blew up, uh, and then Bruce Willis and Damon Wayans like it's like the next day they're hanging out at his house and they decide that they're gonna be like partners in the uh, investigate private investigation business, and that's the end. <laughs> Fucking insane. And, yeah, and, and there's still, a lot going on. In and this. still no closure on why the police have now believed Bruce Willis to be a good guy. Right? Like, based on what happened, Milo's dead. And the owner is dead. Yeah, pretty much everybody so, who can corroborate ev- are dead. Right? Everyone that could, that, you know, could be evidence of what happened is dead. So, like, why, why is there, why is it just like, oh, everything's fine. Like, it, here's your wife outside the stadium. Go hug her. Everything's good. Right? Like, there's no still, there's no proof that, that Bruce Willis would be off the hook still. I don't know. But he is completely off the hook. I mean, I, yeah, I guess the only thing, and again, I, I hate having to play the guy defending the movie because <laughs> I'm not like a champion for this movie, but I think it was just because everyone saw Milo and the gun and taking the shot. So, yeah, that's probably And they saw him and fight they saw Milo. Bruce Willis fighting. But did they? Because I feel like the game was going on, wasn't no, it? No, the game itself, no, it was halftime. That's when he took the horse and stuff. <clears throat> oh, that's, yeah. right. that's when the USC and marching band yeah, was And then playing. toward the end, they could see because the lights Yeah, yeah remember everyone saw, everyone saw him dancing the jig because they were all cheering. Oh, <clears throat> uh, you're right. Because, <laughs> again, the helicopter is, like, in the middle of the stadium when there's, like, 80,000 people in the stadium. Right. That sounds safe. Yeah. So, <laughs> so bizarre. Yeah, so this movie had a lot going on. <laughs> um, I don't have any role reversals. No, I do. I have, sorry, I have two role reversals for this. Okay. So for Jimmy, this is weird. So for Jimmy, Damon Wayne's character, yeah. Mel Gibson. <laughs> Riggs? Yeah. <laughs> um... I have no. That would have been absolutely no. Wrong. I don't like that. For Joe, Jack Nicholson was the first choice. I saw that, and I'm like, <laughs> no, I don't like that either. So think like immediately post Batman, Jack yeah. Nicholson. Can you imagine this movie, a Jack Nicholson Mel Gibson buddy comedy? Oh, oh it'd be my. so weird. Yeah, it would have been. I think it would have been worse. I mean, I love the. Well, I don't love Mel Gibson, but man, that would have been worse. Yeah, it would have been terrible. Anyone else? No, that's that's literally all I could find. All right. I got some taglines. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> all right. The goal is to survive. That's yeah, not terrible. That's, that's not awful. It's but. not as bad as once for Casino Royale. <laughs> <laughs> They're two fallen heroes up against the gambling syndicate in pro sports. I, too I, much. <laughs> yeah, I hate those ones that are too wordy. Everyone had counted them out, but they're about to get back in the game. I kind of like that one. I kind of like that one, too. 
<laughs> that was a it was a story. Okay, I like that last one actually. Yeah, the last one's do. not bad. Yeah, yeah, the gambling syndicate and pro sport. That's <laughs> yeah. A weird when the, one. when these taglines are too wordy and like trying to explain the plot, they don't work at all. No, no. Oh god. All right. Or is there anything else we need to discuss with this? No, I think I think we covered all the all the important stuff. Yeah, important train wrecks. Unless stuff. unless you have anything else. No, it's no. Let's right, just rate let's it. rate it. I'll get there eventually. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, righty, righty, righty. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. <laughs> I'm curious about this. I kind of know where you're leaning. There's a scene. Where Damon Williams throws a football. Damon Wayans. Yeah. Keep calling him Williams. I don't care. (laughs) He throws a football and it stops a bullet from killing a senator from across a football stadium. I I don't think there's anything else that needs to be said besides that. Okay. So rate it. (laughs) It gets. No, please. No, you said you don't think there's anything else needs to be said. I want you to just rate it at this point. Three machine guns. Okay. Three? You wait. Did you say three? I did. Wow. Because <laughs> it's kind of roadhouse-ish, crazy fucking <laughs> okay. bat shit. That is not where I thought you were going. But it all was right. entertaining in a very stupid way. I'll go next. All right. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of right with there. Right with you there. I, there's a lot of stuff in here that's certainly entertaining. It's definitely got a lot of classic action tropes in it, but some of it is just so stupid. Like there's stuff in here I just don't like at all. Like the comedy from Bruce Willis, the kid. Or Damon Wayans. I mean, I don't mind Damon Wayans too much, but man, like this movie, it's such a weird thing. It's like there's parts of it that I appreciate and I see what they were trying to do, but then there's other parts of it that is just straight up mind-numbing. It seems like it should work better. Like the execution. It does. Like it really seems like it should be a better movie. Yeah, there's probably a better movie in there if you go with maybe a little more of the original script and you don't have so many egos involved in making it. I agree, yeah. I I don't know. Uh, Yeah, I'm gonna say three just because I think it's definitely worth a watch. Yeah. But it's not, you know, it's nothing nothing I'm gonna go back and watch anytime soon. Yeah, and I'll say that I'm right with you guys with three because it's not a good movie but i didn't hate watching it i mean it's yeah. one of those ones where there's I feel bad for <laughs> there it's one of those ones where there it's not great but it's not it's not one of those ones that's impossible to watch because you know yeah. like the, the action's in it pretty good i mean it doesn't all make sense i will say this i think that this is a two and a half star movie that gets three because friday night is a great night for football <laughs> yeah it's such a great opening to the movie and the way really they is. spoof like a monday night football theme <sighs> i love that so much even though that opening scene has nothing to do with the rest of the movie i will always remember when he's like ain't life a bitch yeah like that's the one thing i remember about this movie was like oh there's a guy who runs down a football field and shoots people and scores a touchdown so i'll go right with you guys and say if you haven't seen this movie it's worth a watch once uh but maybe don't go out of your way to see it but i'd say you know it's 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 interesting in an exercise to see such good people make such a mediocre movie yeah yeah, you know you're right about that. So th- th- three stars, I think, is about right. And just a side note, three machine guns. You, just a side note, you guys know who Billy Blanks is, right? Yeah, the Tybo guy. Yeah, I got credit Tybo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's rather than the end. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I can't believe, I can't believe the gun that gets pulled out while playing the football game. 
can't believe the football that stops the gun. And I can't believe how they all laugh when they see the explosion. <laughs> but, well, I can't, that, that that, really funny, I can't believe that. I can't believe that they see the explosion. Like yeah. they seemed to like they had to drive quite a distance to get to the stadium. And then they explode. And it's like right over there. They're like, ah, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I just find it hilarious. And that guy just blew himself up. But I, I, I do. Um, I, I did not realize that the football stopped the bullet. That's. <laughs> That is mind-altering. <laughs> yeah. That, at least that's what it looked like to me. Yeah, I, I need to go back and reinvestigate that scene. It's so. got to be. I, mean, I really think of all the movies we've seen, that that might take the cake of the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in that's an action movie. Bad. It's it's Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I mean, I, there are so many things that would not make that happen, but it, it did. It, it happened. Like the, 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 <laughs> the physicist in me. Well, really pissed. And he's got a hell of an arm, but he's throwing that football from the field <laughs> up, you know, high into the stands. With a bullet through his hand. <laughs> With a bullet it's, through it's, his hand. It's too bad Mythbusters isn't still around. <laughs> Maybe we could get him to figure this out. Could a football thrown from the top of a horse on the, at the football field stop a bullet from a sniper rifle? <laughs> that, that's Man. also across the stadium. <laughs> I wonder if they've done anything similar to that. I'm sure they've done something about like a bullet, something stopping a bullet, but I'm I guarantee they no, haven't done a football. Can a football stop a bullet? I don't know. We'll have to, we'll right. have to, we'll have to email uh, Adam Savage and see what he we'll see what he can do for us. Yeah, God, I just don't. All know. right. Anyway, so uh, yeah, that's last uh, that's last boy scout. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. yeah. So no sequel to this movie, huh? No. No. Uh, no. They, that's probably for the for the best. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, last action podcast. Uh, we're on Gamezilla Media. Check us out. Um, we sure are. Hit us up on uh, on, on Patreon too. Um, yes, you know we 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 really appreciate uh, all the contributions you guys make. Um, and, and we offer you a bonus show every month—the post-credit scene. Yeah, and, and we've talked about some really cool things. I mean, if you enjoy listening to us, listening to us every single week, like the, the Patreon special we give out each month is really something exciting. I mean, we we've talked about our ranking of Star Wars movies. We've yeah. talked about summer blockbusters. We've yeah. talked about our love of Batman. I mean, there's a lot of different things that we talk about that you guys will also be very interested in as well. So yeah, we get we we you know we don't just it's more broader topics. You know. Here we focus on one movie at a time. There we kind of get into some deeper, you know, topics, and it's a lot of fun. And we're not, you know, a lot of the shows on the network. You, you know, you if you get that that Patreon tier, you're going to get our extra show, but you're going to get a lot of other bonus shows as well. Certainly, you're going to get uh, Noiseland Arcade behind the DM screen, behind the DM from screen, Noobs and Dragons. Yep. you're going to get uh, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, and uh, and definitely check out the other shows as well, like Noobs and Dragons, which you and I are both on Sphinx. Correct. And then we also have Noiseline Arcade, our Simpsons podcast. Yep. And uh, Joe, soon to be, I'm going to call it right now, soon to be return guest <laughs> on The Legend of Retro. Yeah, I mean, not as of, well, as of us recording, but I, I recently was on uh, episode of Legend of Retro. We talked about one of my favorite games, uh, Alex Kidd in Miracle World, so give that Give that a listen. It was a lot of fun, and they do they do a lot of good work over there in the podcast. Definitely worth checking out. Yeah. And then our our Gamezilla podcast, which is on Mixer on Monday nights, and then you can listen to it on Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. I'm doing music blogs still, so please feel free to check those out and comment on them. And yeah, there is a ton that Gamezilla Media is offering you. So if by any ways you can help us out, we would greatly greatly appreciate it. Yep. And uh, yeah, I think that's it. We're good. I think we are good. All right. Well, hey, LPJ, do yeah. you remember that scene where, where Damon Wayans threw a football and it stopped the bullet? <laughs> this episode of the Last Action Podcast has been terminated, but we'll be back. 
Friday night's a great night for football. What's that? Friday night's a great night for football. <laughs>